Support for this podcast and the following messages comes from Texas Mutual Insurance Company, proud to support the many Texas businesses who make safety their number one priority in the workplace. More information about safety-focused workers' comp available at worksafetexas.com. Welcome to the New York Lucis Trust Full Moon Meditation Meeting. Each month, we work together as a group to contact, hold, and distribute spiritual energy in the service of humanity and all life forms. To receive announcements for our meetings, please email us at newyork at lucistrust.org, L-U-C-I-S-T-R-U-S-T dot org. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for coming to celebrate with us this Virgo full moon. And welcome to all of you listening online. Um, Especially we'd like to thank those of you who are new to this work and just take a minute to explain a little bit about the nature of the full moon approach to the hierarchy, as it's called. In New York City, these um, meditation groups have been meeting for many years now. I would probably since the 1930s or so, I would think, maybe even sooner. So it's a, it's a long-established tradition uh, of the Lucis Trust in New York City. And uh, the purpose of the meetings is really to come together, linking our group with all the other individuals and groups throughout the world who are seeking to make themselves available so that the bridge between the inner and outer worlds, between humanity and what's known as the spiritual hierarchy, can be facilitated so that we can work to bring in the light, to let in the light, and that's actually the theme of our meditation. Uh, So together, as points of light throughout the world, we're providing that service each month, month in and month out. And so over these many years, 70 or 80 years, we've established a, a somewhat secure cable of light transmission, which is then distributed to all humanity. So we welcome you if you're new to this work, and we encourage you to adapt it into your the rhythm of your spiritual life. And as I said tonight, we work with the beautiful energies of the sign Virgo, which is said to be one of the most ancient signs of the zodiac. And the qualities of this sign hold within them many mysteries. And we would be well to ponder these mysteries over the next few weeks. Um, Because as you know, we're moving into a period in our national life of great importance. And so World Goodwill is holding a seminar at the end of October, or the October 24th, 29th. We're holding a seminar in our three headquarters in New York, London, and Geneva. And the theme is the intuition. And this is a worthy theme for our consideration as it can help us to find our way out of the maze of planetary problems. For throughout time, the intuition has stood as a golden thread, a thread that once found can lead us unerringly to the values that once governed our land and that someday will return again to our national agenda. These values are a love of truth, a sense of justice, a spirit of cooperation, 
a sense of personal responsibility and service to the common good. These are simple values, values to live by. And they stand strong within the minds and hearts of so many people today. But they're not always highlighted in our national debate. But through people and their actions, these values can again become values worthy of consideration. Another theme in our upcoming seminar is evoking the soul of the nation. And this is said to be one of the responsibilities of all disciples and discipleship groups. For through our ability to contact our own souls collectively, we're said to be able to stimulate the soul of the nation to fuller um, prominence in the national life. And when we come to consideration of America, and the soul, we know that within the minds of the founding fathers of our nation, the symbolism of this sign of Virgo was a factor of importance. And those who know something of the hidden history behind Washington, D.C., will know that there are to be found throughout our national capital many symbols and reminders of this sign of Virgo. So it obviously held some importance to the Founding Fathers. There are monuments to the goddess found throughout Washington. There are buildings that were designed specifically to align with the fixed stars that govern the constellation Virgo. And America herself was symbolized as a goddess. It seemed this group of Founding Fathers understood that the work of this nation was to bring to the world a vision of liberty and justice for all, and to then share that vision with all others throughout the world. So in recognition of the moment that we are confronting in our national life, let's take a moment of silence to link up with all the other individuals throughout the world who are also working at this full moon opportunity, and then sound the affirmation of love, the card on the card on your chairs. In the center of all love, I stand. From that center, I, the soul, will outward move. From that center, I, the one who serves, will work. May the love of the divine self be shed abroad in my heart through my group, and throughout the world.
Virgo carries an interesting combination of energies in that it represents both physical plane matter as well as that which matter veils, the indwelling soul. And the keynote of this sign exemplifies this dual activity of Virgo. I am the mother and the child. I, God, I, matter, am. This is an inherently sensitive and receptive sign, a feminine sign sometimes depicted as a veiled or blindfolded woman. Virgo therefore symbolizes depth, darkness, and quiet. It's said to be the valley of deep experience where secrets are discovered and eventually brought to light. Our planet is also feminine, and so is America. The feminine aspect is intuitive and beautiful, but it's also possessive and materialistic. The allure of matter is strong on this planet, as is evident. We are adept at producing ever more refined and beautiful things. But there will arise a significant shift in our planetary life when humanity finally comes to the realization that we don't really need all these things for our happiness. For the real domain of Virgo is a life of service, and that service grows as does the soul over a long, slow period of time. This inner growth leads inevitably to those tremendous birth pangs in the house of labor. For Virgo is preeminently the sign of the mother and therefore of gestation. For Virgo symbolizes the momentous turning point in the vast cycle of lives wherein the integrated and potent personality symbolized by the previous sign of Leo combines with the mother aspect to bring forth what the Bible calls the new man in Christ. It is interesting to note that the Sphinx is ruled by Virgo with its wisdom, which is able to subdue the body of the lion or the more material aspect. For esoterically speaking, it's said that Leo and Virgo still constitute one sign. In the teachings, we're told Mercury and the Sun are one. The two rulers of these respective signs unite to form at once the soul-infused personality. The ability to serve is a natural outgrowth of contact with one's soul. And the nature of Virgo teaches that service is not essentially related so much to outer activities, but rather to a connection with the indwelling soul and the allowing of our abilities to flow through that guidance. Virgo is known as the god of small things, the god of that which is immediately present. Native peoples understood that this 
um, they understood this ability to work with the nature, with God in nature. And it was reflected in the way they lived their lives and in their relationship with the earth. They understood the earth to be the embodiment of a great life. And a Lakota chief, Luther Standing Bear, said, though Lakota was a true naturist, a lover of nature, he loved the earth and all things of the earth, the attachment growing with age. The old people came literally to love the soil, and they sat or reclined on the ground with a feeling of being close to a mothering power. The soil was soothing, strengthening, cleansing, and healing. To sit or lie upon the ground is to be able to think more deeply, said the chief, and to feel more keenly. He can see more clearly into the mysteries of life and come closer to kinship to other lives about him. A consideration of Virgo cannot help but bring to our attention the similarities it holds with our planet, the Earth. Virgo is, after all, an Earth sign, and our planet is above all an Earth planet, if such a thing can be named. An astrologer friend of mine once said to me that if people on other planets in our system were to cast horoscopes, our Earth would surely be recognized as carrying a very earthy vibration. And because of the close relationship between our planet and Virgo, it seems likely, to me at least, that the Earth rules this sign. The Tibetan clearly indicates that the Earth is an exoteric ruler of a sign of the zodiac, but he does not tell us which one. And if this hypothesis is correct, then obviously this sign of Virgo would hold a key influence in our planetary life and a powerful note to play in preparing human consciousness for the coming reappearance of the world teacher. The second ray influence is very strong in this sign, and it's surely aiding in awakening the heart of love that lies within each human being, providing a key impetus in moving increasing numbers of people onto the path of return. When the sun passes through this time each year, the earth would then be stimulated to come into alignment with its higher spiritual possibilities. Our planet is known as Mother Earth, and Virgo is the sign of the Divine Feminine. In the Ageless Wisdom teachings, Earth is also known by another revealing name. We're called the little daughter of a long-lost son. This name was said to be given to our planet in the occult books of the Great Ones, and it depicts, we're told, a special relationship that our Earth holds with the Great Lord, the Solar Logos, our little insignificant non-sacred planet, we're told, holds a significant relationship as that of a little daughter to the long-lost son of our Great Lord. 
And it's said that this great Lord is now turning his love and his thought to our planet, aiding us during this difficult transition period. Esoterically, we know that the names of the planets are not randomly chosen. The soul of each planet determines its name, and these names reflect the essential quality of the planet and its dharma. In the secret doctrine, we're told, the names of the planets are applied in the same order everywhere and always. Our planet is the only one in our solar system that does not derive its name from Greco-Roman mythology. But where our name derives from, no one seems to know. The name of our planet means ground or soil. And soil is a rather mysterious component contributed to by all the kingdoms of nature. The soil is teeming with life and activity, and through a type of magical process, from its riches flow the bountiful harvests that are now gracing our farmers' markets all over the country. As the soil is composed of all the influences of many other kingdoms in nature, perhaps this is a reflection of how our planet is composed, perhaps of the influences of many other planets and stars which combine together to create the beauty that is planet Earth. Esoterically, we know that the planets Mercury and Venus are acting as little suns to the earth, shedding their light on our planet to help move us into the light. Mercury is our older brother, we might say, and Venus is our elder sister. We also know that our planet is receiving influences and support from the great star Sirius, the star of initiation, which is said to have a particularly close relationship with our hierarchy and with the great Syrian initiate, as the Christ is called. And surely in our role as Mother Earth, we are providing and will, into the eons to come, provide a role of mothering to other planets coming along within our system, sharing with them our light. The ground, another name for the earth, represents the foundation upon which all else rests, the support system. This links us with the potency inherent in the base chakra, wherein the secret Shakti energy resides. From certain statements in the teachings of the Ageless Wisdom, it has been surmised that our planet holds the position within our solar system of this base chakra. And if this is true, it would follow that the present planetary awakening will have powerful systemic ramifications. For once the base begins to awaken, so too does the whole system. Hence the battle going on within our planet at this time. The Shakti is the primordial cosmic energy and represents the dynamic forces that animate the whole. 
Shakti is the concept or personification of the divine feminine or creative power, the divine great mother. Virgo, as I said, is an inlet for the second ray, pouring through the sacred planet Jupiter, which rules Virgo at the hierarchical level. And the relationship between Virgo and Jupiter is interesting to consider. Normally, we know that the zodiacal influences from any sign under consideration pour into our system through the sun. And certainly that is still the case with the sign of Virgo. But the Tibetan does state that in the sign case of Virgo and also in the case of Aquarius, only these two signs, he tells us, the energies during the month in which that sign is ruling pour in also through directly through Jupiter. So it's as if there's a dual stream of energies coming in. We're told that the energies pouring through the heart of the sun are related to um, solar love, solar fire, but that the energies that are pouring directly through Jupiter are related to the quality of cosmic love. So there's a powerful dual stream coming through these two signs of Virgo and Aquarius, and surely they're both going to be exceedingly instrumental as we move into the Aquarian age. Our planet, as we know, is not yet sacred. The assumption of the Virgin has not taken place. The raising up of substance is not yet realized. This glorification only takes place, figuratively speaking, in Capricorn, the final triumph over the personality the matter aspect that was ignited in Scorpio when Hercules fell to his knees and raised the seething hydra into the air. But surely the impouring of love that pours in at this time holds out the possibility of aiding us in our fundamental purpose, which is related to the redemption of substance. We're told that planet Earth is an experiment in redemption. When we look at pictures of the Virgin Mother in different cultures throughout time, she's sometimes seen standing atop the crescent moon, one of the symbols for this sign, for the moon rules esoterically in Virgo. In this capacity, having surmounted the tests of matter with the moon under her feet, the Mother stands as the guardian of the mysteries of the sacred rites which have been performed in secret societies throughout time, ceremonies ruled by the moon. Virgo has relationship to the cult of the Vestal Virgins in ancient Rome, dedicated to the goddess Vesta, the goddess of the home and of the hearth. The goddess Demeter was the inspiration behind the Eleusian initiation ceremonies in ancient Greece. Ceremonies always held at the time of the autumn equinox. And in the Masonic tradition, the third initiation ceremony is sometimes called the beautiful virgin of the third degree, which as in the Eleusian mystery rites involves the symbolic death and subsequent rebirth or resurrection of the candidate into new life. 
through means of the ancient mysteries. The secret underlying Virgo reminds humanity of the need to pierce through the veils which separate it from the light and reveal the beauty lying so close at hand. For light is sorely needed in our world so that we can see our way clear towards the realization of the better world, a world in which the present inequities are rectified and our values adjusted so that the harvest of which Virgo is the symbol is shared with all the peoples of the earth. When we speak of these veils, the Tibetan described them as curtains over the windows of vision. They prevent us from seeing things as they really are. He said they're in the nature of opposing forces and energies which act as inhibiting factors to the aspirant as he seeks to make progress. They stand between the inner subtle man and the physical brain, and they prevent brain registration of the world of meaning and the world of causes. Working within these veils enables the spiritual seekers of the world to let in the light. And this is what Virgo symbolizes in its highest meaning. Humanity is demonstrating its readiness for this unveiling, this rending, as groups large and small everywhere emerge and mobilize along all the many avenues of approach, demonstrating great responsiveness to this impouring light. The wake of the group of world servers covers every corner of the earth and their collective industry, which is that of the bounty of goodwill, cannot be stopped. Their time has come. So now, let's take this opportunity to play our share in letting in the light. Let's just take a moment to link together with all others throughout the world who are working with us, standing within the heart center of the group of world servers. with my group brothers, and all that I have is theirs. May the love which is in my soul pour forth to them. May the strength which is in me lift and aid them. May the thoughts which my soul creates reach and encourage them.
alignment. We project a line of lighted energy towards the spiritual hierarchy of the planet, the planetary heart, and towards the Christ at the heart of hierarchy. And then we extend the alignment towards Shambhala, the center where the will of God is known. interlude. Hold the contemplative mind open to the extraplanetary energies streaming into Shambhala and radiated through hierarchy. Using the creative imagination, endeavor to see the three planetary centers, Shambhala, hierarchy, and humanity, gradually coming into alignment and interplay.
meditation on the seed thought. I am the mother and the child. I, God, I, matter, am. precipitation. Using the creative imagination, visualize the energies of light, love, and the will to good pouring throughout the planet, becoming anchored on earth in prepared physical plane centers through which the plan can manifest. Use the sixfold progression of divine love, Shambhala, hierarchy, the Christ, the group of world servers, men and women of goodwill everywhere in the world, physical centers of distribution. 
lower interlude. Refocus the consciousness as a group within the periphery of the great ashram. Together sound the the affirmation of love. In the center of all love, I stand. From that center, I, the soul, will outward move. From that center, I, the one who serves, will work. May the love of the divine selves be shed abroad in my heart, through my group, and throughout the world. Visualize the downpouring spiritual inflow released from Shambhala through the hierarchy, streaming into humanity through the prepared channel. Consider how these inpouring energies are establishing the pathway of light for the coming world teacher, the Christ. distribution. As the great invocation is sounded, 
Visualize the outpouring of light and love and power from the spiritual hierarchy through the five planetary inlets, London, Darjeeling, New York, Geneva, and Tokyo, irradiating the consciousness of the whole human race. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into the minds of men. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into the hearts of men. May Christ return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide the little wills of men, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center, which we call the race of men, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwell. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth.
Thank you, everyone. And just a reminder that the exact time of the Virgo full moon is tomorrow at 3.06 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And our next full moon meeting is on Saturday, October 15th at 3 p.m. And we hope to see you then. Thank you. Thank you for your participation in this group service. Please join us again next month. To receive announcements for our meetings, please email us at newyork at lucistrust.org. Morning, sleepy. Guess you want McDonald's for breakfast? Uh, how'd you know? You're sleep humming the McDonald's jingle. I don't know what you're talking about. You just did it. No, I didn't. So, McDonald's? I could use my cafe latte. There's a McDonald's for every morning. Start your morning at McDonald's with a delicious sausage biscuit and savory hash browns for only $1.50. At participating McDonald's for a limited time. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. How do you not hear that?